Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Thanks for joining me. Not on a Monday, but on a Miami Monday. That's right. Try to tailor the show a little extra Miami to get you through a Monday. I am at Dan Day Radio on a Twitter, hashtag Miami Monday. If I like what I read, I may read it out on the air. Of course, as the show goes on, we'll hear from a Miami musician, Joe Rose Show. Joe Rose, not a Miami musician, but he did play for the Dolphins. Talking to a Miami legend, he played at the U, Edger and James. Then Dan Levitard has those weekend observations. And Hawk and Crowder, Florida has some problems today. We're going to hear all about that in just a few. But right now, let's hear some headlines. Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala scored 18-2 respectively in their Heat debut, but it wasn't enough as Miami fell to Portland 115-109. Tonight, Heat Warriors at 10-30. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo have been named two of the 44 finalists for the U.S. men's basketball team that will compete at the Olympics this summer in Tokyo. The Panthers look to end a three-game skid when they face the Flyers tonight in Philly at 7 you can hear it right here on 560 The Joe. Philip Rivers and the Chargers have mutually agreed to part ways. Rivers began his career with the organization in 2004. The Dodgers have finalized a deal to secure Mookie Betts and David Price. The MLB season begins at the end of March. The 49ers have hired former Dolphins DB coach Tony Oden. He fills San Francisco's secondary coach's position. Canes basketball is off till Wednesday when they play Boston College at the Watsko Center. And now, we take a step into the day spa. <sighs> Residents of an apartment complex in India recently were treated to a mixture of beer, brandy, and rum coming from their water faucets. That's it. I'm moving to India. Steamwood Springs, Colorado recently broke the record for largest firework detonated. It's called a nuclear bomb, people. A hyena in Nigeria was captured after escaping a zoo for six hours. Numbers have not been released, but I'm guessing it killed about 25 people in those few hours. And Osaka, Japan Airport will have a dog comfort area complete with a shower, water bowls, and a pole to urinate on. Great, now dogs are getting better treatment at airports than humans. And finally, it's Elizabeth Banks and Emma Roberts' bird day. Whew, double hot mess of the day for that. Now on to weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the mid-70s. For the best poker promotions in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Visit HyliaPark.com for our poker tournament schedule. Plus, join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. Miami Monday, I love it. You gotta love waking up to Joe Rose. Of course, I'm talking about on the radio, unless you're his wife. And maybe you like waking up next to him. Nonetheless, he is on your radio for you to wake up next to weekdays from 6 to 10. Earlier today, he caught up with a man, a myth, a legend. 
here in South Florida. Edgerin James talking about from gold teeth to a gold jacket, that game that he had against UCLA, the future of the U, and Amakali. And it doesn't seem to be playing right now. Uh-oh. Having a little bit of a problem. Technical difficulties. Okay, let's try it one more time. I'm going to try to get that fixed. So what we'll do now, hopefully, if this works, we'll try to get the old Dan Levitard show. They got weekend observations. They're also talking to Bob Saget about the Oscar rap party. John's in his life. Get your mind out of the gutter grip once again. Not being dirty and his engagement if it plays. It is time for his two guys to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boys too. Dan, the access, the trick plays, and of course, Jerry Glanville. Dan, the XFL is back. UMass women's lacrosse beating Boston College. Statement game. College basketball. You're in a bad place when I'm not interested in Duke, Carolina. I'm sorry. I've watched the video at least 20 times. And each time, I'm more convinced Bobby Knight wanted to punch Dickie V in the face. It's crazy. He was really... I I believe that you are right. I believe he (laughs) wanted to fight Dick Vitale, which is like trying to fight SpongeBob. The general. Duke, Carolina. Instant classic. Best show on TV. What happened there? I mean, you just said you weren't interested. Then it got interesting. It always is between them two, no matter how bad one of them is. Duke, Carolina. As I said, instant classic. Best show on TV, The Outsider. Very close second, The Stranger. Very close third, The XFL. It sounds like sexual positions. Dan, college basketball is back. Dan, you know what you can do when Duke and Carolina get together? Throw out all the record books. You can throw out the records, Dano. Good retention there. Fast food chains. If you'd like a clinic on how to work a busy drive through line, bring a number two pencil and a notepad and stop by a Chick-fil-A on a Saturday night. And they know how to do it. They really do. I mean, in and out, boom, 60 seconds. The Bucks are 45 and 7. If you are nominated for an award, and Elton John is also nominated in the same category, some advice. Don't show up. You're not winning. New York Guardians. That's the best football to come out of New York in years. Thank you. Red Sox fans, get over yourselves. Bunch of crybabies. The Dallas Renegades having ads on their helmets. Dallas Renegades. The Stugats is strong in you. Hollywood. No one cares about your dumb awards anymore. And get over yourselves. I feel and, like telling people to get and, over themselves. And, no, I love that. And. It's like no one cares about your <laughs> dumb awards. And. Death. Taxes. And a UFC controversy involving a judge. A tradition. Unlike any other, John Bones Jones, a softer, more relaxed Kevin Gilbride, maybe just what the doctor ordered for the New York Guardians. Having Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on your roster, but not playing, seems like a hoot. 
Roy is still laughing at your Kevin Gilbride reference. It should, the very name has sent Roy into howling, seismic, tears in his eyes, laughter. Just hearing Kevin Gilbride's name. VHC. Why did that make us laugh so much? Why does the, is it just the visual? Oh, the visual of him and Buddy Ryan, yeah. Somehow, Kyrie has managed to play slightly more basketball this season than a man who tore his Achilles in June. Never has so much been made about so little than the comeback turned non-comeback of Darren Collison, Ricky Prohl's son, catching 100 passes in the slot for the Patriots collision course. Raptors, 14 straight. Dan, you know what Nick Nurse can do? He could flat out coach. Flat out coach. Wow, that's a fight. He's been upgraded to flat out. Whoa! Look out. I think it's the name Gilbride as well, Roy. I think it's the name, the last name. Kevin Gilbride. The Pacers are better without Victor Oladipo. What are we going to do if the Nuggets win the title? Cancel talking about sports on the radio. Put it on the poll, Guillermo, at Levitard Show. If the Nuggets win the title, should we cancel sports radio? Winners of seven straight. Dan, you know what the Celtics are starting to do? Get hot at the right time. They're starting to heat up. (laughs) Week two, Battle Hawks, Roughnecks, put the kids to bed. Steve Spagnuolo hopes he gets another head coaching job. Great. And I hope I win the Powerball. Spags. The XFL spent big money on and blocked NFL teams from signing quarterbacks. Josh Johnson, Landry Jones, and Connor Cook, and none of them played week one. What is it about Bob Knight that makes him so beloved in Bloomington? The throwing of the chair? The choking of the kid? Was it the time he grabbed James Wiseman and jerked him into his chair after he had the nerve to turn the ball over twice? Or the time he hit a cop before practice at the Pan Am Games for shoving an LSU fan at the Final Four and stuffing him into a garbage can back at the hotel, it must be the time he admonished Indiana cheerleaders for disrupting a free-throw attempt by Steve Alford or the time he screamed at and headbutted Sharon (laughs) Wilkerson. Nah, it had to be the time he screamed at and kicked one of his players on national TV. That player was his son. Lightning, Avalanche, Lord Stanley, Collision Course. Anyone else get nervous over the weekend that Ricky Prohl was still playing football? P. Walker, XFL MVP, Collision Course, C. Cannoli, can scoot. Dad. C. Cannoli? Yeah. I don't know these guys. Nick Cannoli. C. Cannoli. It's good. Dad, you know what's brewing with the Tampa Bay Vipers? A quarterback controversy is brewing, Dano. I didn't want you to guess. You had no idea. You didn't watch the XFL. You know what they say, Dan? If you've got two quarterbacks, hey, you don't have one. Pete Nelson, Dallas Renegades, 32 of 42, 209 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. P. Nelson, the Alex Smith, is strong in you. The best quarterback in New York is Matt McGloin. Houston Rockets, live by the three, die by the three. Dan, they don't call him Big Shot Bogdanovich for nothing. Three of the four 
XFL underdogs covered. Two winning outright. Dan, you know what was happening over the weekend? Dogs were barking. The dogs were howling. <laughs> Stephen Jones talking about Dak Prescott. Negotiations. We're just trying to get to within shouting distance. Stephen, shout louder or move closer. When Michael Irvin walks something back, I imagine him moonwalking in very expensive shoes. The Chiefs said they won't pay Patrick Mahomes for 12 to 14 months. You know what Patrick Mahomes should do until then? Nothing. Chiefs, who the hell do you think you are? Speaking of hell, or Bryles. Dan, those are the weekend observations. Bob will be at the Miami Improv this Friday through Sunday. If you want tour dates, visit bobsaget.com. Uh, thanks for being on with us uh, again, Bob. It's been a while. I miss Bob. I was going to say, I miss Bob. It's yes. been a while. Yeah, it yes. has been a while. Uh, and I want to just talk to you about a variety of different things. But before we go down this path, uh, how about the Oscars last night? Anything that you saw last night that uh, interested you? That's interesting. I was, uh, good morning, by the way. Good morning. <laughs> I do like you played forever uh, the John Stamos classic from Full House. You you played that in the background there, even while selling things. And that is one of my least favorite songs ever written. But um, <laughs> he did that just for you. And went, oh no, this is going to go on a while, and it did, and I appreciate it. Um, that's my wake up <laughs> music, anyway. I think it was weird last night because Eminem. That you know, when, when he sings, I don't think the audience even knew it was Eminem. Something strange happened where they should know. I mean. A lot of them do. Uh, I think a lot of the the rappers knew because he's you know one of the best alive. But uh, Billie Eilish, it was funny. They, they made a lot of uh, memes out of her uh, looking back in uh, in sheer terror when uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig did all their parody stuff. That was so incredibly funny. Was, you know, she was just like, "Oh, this singing's bad." I don't think she knew. People are just jerks. I think they're just out of touch with everything because they work hard on what they're doing. They're, I guess, narcissistically tied to that. So, and it's a whole it's a whole audience of self important people. Yes, and they literally everything they're talking about is all they do all day long. That's all they work on. They they know that, and they know they're upset about the you know the world. And they do watch the news, but that's about. And they love their kids because they say that. And um, and that's about it. it. That's political. all of all of Hollywood. That's it. That's all of Hollywood. You just you just sideswiped all of Hollywood, Saget. Well, I was worried, man, because it was raining, and I thought a lot of faces were just going to turn to wax, just melt. You know, I just <laughs> but I didn't see a lot of a lot of rubber made. Uh, it, people look pretty good. I, I thought I can't do nose. You watch TV? No, but no. Brad Pitt at fifty six looks That's a lot good. different yeah. than Art Carney at fifty six. Yeah, it is, it is a totally. And I'm sixty three, and it's just a different thing. It's just a different world. I'm not saying I look like Brad Pitt, although I do believe that. But that's just from the waist down, and only from the back. But uh, he's actually one of the nicest people and has a real uh, vision for what he does. And honest, he's just a good guy. They hate to burst people's bubble. <laughs> he's like a tyrant. Well, you, you traffic in this giant celebrity circle. Stugatz has a bunch of questions for you about your relationship with John Mayer. I mean, is it true that he played at your wedding, Bob? Is that is that true? Yeah, he did. He did, and then I married him. And um, he's, he is one of my uh, dearest friends. And it was interesting because John Stamos is also one of my dearest friends. So most of my friends are named John. But um, And then to most of the women I dated, I was a John. You can't do those jokes anymore. See, that's where i got to be careful. When I go out to the stand-up, if you're going to do a, 
a joke that that's brings tame up that for you. <laughs> but that's tame for you. Like I, I want to know still, and I know we've talked to you about this some in the past. How often are people shocked by how dirty you? Uh, well, I'm not that dirty anymore. See, that's the thing. They have, that's why they have to come see the new new tour because it's a brand new hour. It's going to be a new special in the fall. I want to shoot it, and uh, it's really a, a very. Uh, I'm not saying it's not R-rated, but it's, I mean, that, there was one special where I dropped f bombs so much that you, if you made a drinking game, you'd have to go to rehab, you know. And that was on HBO years ago, and that's what people were like, what? And that's when I was on Entourage a lot, and the Aristocrats came out, and that's when, that was our, that was pretty X, I mean, the the Aristocrats, as far as the language goes. I just use it, any words as an expletive, I don't use them as a verb too much. I think most people are dirtier than me. Not most, there's so many clean people. Okay, I don't have an opinion of my own work, but I am really into the Billy Eilish look, and I think that's going to change everybody his mind on me. I'm going to be like a tall Jew leprechaun. It's going to be great. Bob Saget. Grant people's wishes. Go ahead, sorry. You were wow, leprechaun and... I'm sorry for you, Bob. Sorry yeah, you right. were saying my name. Yes. <laughs> It'll yeah, stop him in his tracks every time. You say it three times and you get your wish. What do leprechauns do? They find the pot of gold of the rainbow, but not the ones in the movie. The movie eats your dog. How did your friendship with John Mayer start? Like, how did we arrive at this place? I am angling so, for well, something, it's, Bob, just so you know. It, okay? It's a serious story, actually, and I'll make it brief, because who wants one of those? But um, I uh, lost a sister years ago to this disease called scleroderma, and I'm on the board of the Scleroderma Research Foundation. We've been doing benefits for 30 years. We raised over $50 million in research. So John was kind enough to do the benefit one year, and I had just lost my father. Please hold your laughs till the end. And... Uh, <laughs> I do gallows humor. We had a lot of death in my family. I didn't know what else to do. So that's what I, I just do that. But we're, we're still trying to help all these victims of this uh, disease. And John was very into it. And he's done the benefit many times. Robin Williams was the first to do it. And he did it seven times after that. What a beautiful man he was. And so John and I ended up doing stand-up that night. We left. It was like one in the morning, went to the Laugh Factory in LA. This was 13, 14 years ago, something like that. He did stand-up, and I brought him up, and then he started doing a combination of a reverence of a man with a goat and being with a goat, and I said, no, let me help you make this funnier. Rather than say, don't talk about that, I said, oh, no, no, you got to do a hoof and mouth thing, you know, cloven hooves, and they they keep slipping when you're trying to hold them. That's all wrong but we have a similar sense of humor and uh you know we just uh, care about each other but i i'm fortunate to have some wonderful friends and i have a great wife who's not here in my bed with me which is great you proposed her. to her you proposed to her unusually right like it was uh, was it kind of spur of the moment uh, no i planned it i just said, and I, I have been talking about this in my stand-up, because the best thing, I really proposed to her just so I'd have a new seven minutes, because, you know, stand-up is all that I care about. Um, I said to her, by mistake, I shouldn't have said it, I want to spend whatever days I have left with you. She uh, didn't care for that, so I had to repeat it. And, you know, and then there's, it goes, I could tell you more about it, but it does go into the R-rated area, because she was on the phone for four hours, and I thought we were going to hook up. So I ended up with, uh, 
a little Smurf problem down below, but um, sorry, you know. But she's amazing. She just and she's coming home tonight, and I love her so much. I'm picking her up at the airport. You know, you love somebody if you do that. I think I, mean, I burned my Bob Saget favor a while ago, and now I'm upset because of this relationship he has with John Mayer. And I love Dedding Company. And I want you to introduce me to John Mayer. My daughter wants to meet him and all this stuff. But I did ask you years ago to make a birthday video for my kids, and you did that. And I feel like I've run out of favors. So I mean, oh, I don't no, know. no, you get there's no such thing as running out with me as long as I don't have to do anything where I'm nude and tied to something. In your home, fine. What, what would you like me to do? You want me to um, arrange your kids to spend a week with John Mayer? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. COB, preferably, uh, if you can get back to me today. Bob Saget, Full House, America's Funniest Home Videos, Dirty Comedian. I think I like him the most as a dirty comedian. That scene in Half-Baked, oh, pure genius. If you've never seen it, put the kids to bed early night and watch the movie half Baked. Speaking about being half-baked, seems like I'm kind of half-baked on this Monday. I think, I think I have the Joe Rose interview with Edgerin James ready. So next, maybe, maybe not, we'll hear about going from gold teeth to a gold jacket. But I can guarantee, since it is a Miami Monday, I will play you unique music from any uniquely Miami musician next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Miami Monday. You know what that means. Some authentic Miami music right here. Oh, yeah. You are feeling it from cool people featuring Desi McFly. Name of the song, Wavy. You feeling that? You feeling that? Now it's going to kick in. That is cool people from the Pork and Beans Projects in Liberty City. You know we're coming hard on a Miami Monday when we're featuring someone from the Pork and Beans. Get at them. C-O-O-L. People. P-E-E. I'm sorry. P-E-E. Yeah. P-L-E. It doesn't sound right, but it's right. P-E-E-P-L-E. I'll explain. The three E's for the third eye. They take the O out for oppression and put that other E in there for equality. That is what I am talking about right there. Cool people with Wavy. We'll have some more from them in just a little while on this Miami Monday. Remember, at Dan Day Radio on Twitter, hashtag Miami Monday. Let me know what you feel makes you so Miami. And if I like it, I may just share it on the air. Now, I was trying to share that Joe Rose interview with Edger and James earlier. Didn't seem to work. Can't promise it's going to work now. We'll try. We'll dive in right now from gold teeth to a gold jacket. That game, legendary game against UCLA, the future of the U. And I don't want to curse it with saying Immokalee, but talks a little bit about Immokalee. Someone just got a yellow jacket and maybe had the greatest quote ever I've seen getting into the Hall of Fame. Started with gold teeth, ended with a gold jacket. You might know who that is right now. It's Edrin James joining us on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Edrin, thank you so much for your time. Oh, man. 
Thank you for having me on. Well, Edge, I'll tell you what, four-year finalists, six years of eligibility, and you finally get in. I, I want to ask you, what was the frustration like waiting for this? You knew it was going to happen at some point. You finally get in. Well, you know, once, once you start going through the process, the frustration kind of leaves you because you there's really no rhyme or reason why this year or that year. But for me, good things always happen, happen for me in South Florida. So it was just perfect timing. You know, it was a perfect storm. You know, I got a chance to be in the best place to actually get inducted in. And that's home, right in Miami. Well, it doesn't get any better than that. Hey, I always wonder, because we've heard about the knock on the door and waiting for it. What was that like when the big fella finally showed up? I didn't do the, do the knock on the door. I got the phone call. I was I was at the bed. Oh, I made, so. they really got you. Yeah, you know, the thing was, if you go through the process, you know, I don't, you know, I never want to put my family in a situation where it leads to disappointment. For me, I just made sure I try to keep myself in a situation where if it happens, okay, I'll be ready to go to the show. If it don't, I just continue giving some rest and get ready for the night. It's Super Bowl, so I'm going to have a good time regardless. There you go. Edge, are you working on the uh, the Hall of Fame speech? Like, what's that going to be like? If some some guys go up there, and listen, we could talk about old UM guys. Ray Lewis goes up there for about an hour. Guys are up there for a long time. We expecting a long speech from Edron James? Nah, it won't be long. It definitely won't be long, but I, I really don't know. I haven't really put much thought into that part. You know, it's, ever, ever since we got elected, everything been none. So as things slow down, we start knocking out all the priorities, little bit by little bit, but it won't be long like race. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> hey, Edge, uh, more than 15,000 yards as an NFL running back, 91 touchdowns, but before we get to that, the game I still remember like yesterday, and I don't remember a lot, going back to 1998, that UCLA game at the end of the season at the Orange Bowl, and they decided to go heavy, Edger and James in that game, 299 yards on 39 carries, more importantly, you win the game, you knock UCLA out of the whole thing. They were undefeated. What do you remember most about that game? My last carry in the Orange Bowl was a touchdown. You know, that was, that was that's like one of the greatest things ever, because that's the greatest stadium I've ever played in. I think anybody that played there understand the significance of being able to play in that stadium. So that was one thing that stood out. I always say good things happen for me in Miami. You know, it was like the game was postponed. We wasn't supposed to have that game that late in the season. And then all of a sudden, you know, the game is put back due to I think weather now I got a chance to actually show the world that I could actually play because before that you know we were splitting carries and for some reason everybody wasn't eligible to play and that gave me the opportunity to actually play and actually show what I was capable of doing so it's all perfect timing that's why I look at this whole situation you know everything good happens right there in my edge I can I can imagine you watch all the hurricane games now or you're a fan of it what, what have you thought and is it hard for you to see the team when they're struggling and, and what do you think about what's going on with the program now I just think the program, I think we um like we're not far off. We're not far off, but it's the detail, the little things. We need we need more selfish players. We need players that, that wanna be successful. We need players that's gonna sit up sit up and say, Hey, I want the ball. Hey, I'm mad, I'm frustrated if I if I don't get the ball. I think we need to get back to that. I think by by us having the, the best youth players in the nation, somehow, some way we gotta figure out how to keep them home. You know, everybody's going other places. We have the best programs in the nation as far as the youth program because that's where it starts from. You know, so we have to figure out a way to keep those kids home. And once all that stuff come together, the program's going to be all right. The move that Blake made with Ed Reed and getting everybody involved, those are great. Those those things right there are much needed. So it's, it's hard to watch everything, 
but you can see, you know, we need to just get get back to getting those players that want to be super successful, that want to be there, that want to say, hey, I'm the man, and I'm going to make sure that I take advantage of my opportunities versus guys that's just there. Edge, uh, I want to ask you about another thing that I always think of when I hear it. To this day, when I see that little sign and it says Immokalee, I go, oh, man, that's one man's home, Edger and James. Talk about Immokalee. It's been a little powerhouse in football forever. What am I missing over there, Edge? Well, Immokalee, is we we have four guys that's actively in the NFL right now, so that's a big deal, wow. you know. And to be able to come from Mockley is a small place right there, but it's, it's right there, it's an hour away. It, it's a special place, it's a special place for myself because if you make it out of there, you made it. You know, it, right. it's tough to make it out of there because there's so many things that work against you. But for us to have four guys actively in the NFL, that's a big deal, you know. That's a big deal for anybody that grew up in areas like that because it gives so much hope. It shows that hey, if you can make it out of here, you can make it. Anywhere I know, you know other places, bigger cities with bigger opportunities. But how many people have four people that's playing in the NFL right wow. now? That's major. Edge. All right. So did I read this right? Is Jim Ursay going to be the one that presents you at the Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, my man, Jack Jim, my man. He, he gave me my first million dollars. I got to do this. But he made a lot more after that. But I got you that first million, Edge. That's a good point. Oh man, that first one is the hard one. That's the hardest one. By the way, how, how about? starting it with the Colts and that fire powerhouse offense you played part of and some of the guys you had at skilled positions even at the quarterback position my gosh that thing was loaded edge yeah I mean we had we had a, we had a team full of great players but great people and everybody came with with a a work ethic that that's what separated us from others. You know, a lot of you can put a lot of talented players together. You can put people that have the ability to do other things, but to get all of them to get along and actually put in the work, that's what's unusual. That's one thing that always stand out from that from that squad. You know, when you got a paid man and the Marvin Harris and the Reggie Wayne and those guys wow. step out and they go out there and be about their business and about work. You know, you can always put together an all star team, but sometimes we have good players. Good players just don't have the best relationship with each other. This team that I was on, you know, everybody got along and everybody understood that hey, you got to do your job. You got to take care of your responsibility because if I get double coverage, that means that opens it up for the running back. If they, if they load the box up for the running back, that opens it up for the wide receivers. So everybody gets tends to be successful, but you got to be prepared and ready when your opportunity comes. And that's all based upon the defense and the game situation. But we always worked hard and we was ready for whatever. Edge, you know, you just realize, you realize that you just named four guys that all off and more than likely, when it's all said and done, all four of you are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Reggie had a chance this year. He'll still be on the ballot. Peyton next year. The four of you guys from that offense are all going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, rightfully so, you know, because that's the thing about it. You know, you had guys that actually earned it. You know, it wasn't nothing that was given. You know, everybody did exactly what they were supposed to do, and everybody earned it. And they were able to separate themselves from their peers or the rest of it, or, or the rest of the players in their position. And that's one thing that we took a lot of pride in, but we actually earned it. You know, it, was, it wasn't. Edge, can't thank you enough, man, for coming on. It was great. And quit being so quiet around South Florida. <laughs> I didn't know you were living down here, man. Great having you, brother. Hey, Joe, Joe, you got to come out at night. You want to see Edge at nighttime, <laughs> man. Hey, I don't mind coming out. I just don't want you getting in any trouble. I want you having fun, but I'll come out one night with you. Hey, Joe, you, I've been around for over 20-some years. Haven't gotten in trouble yet. <laughs> Good for you, Good Edge. point, Edge. Great point, right Hey, there. Edge, congratulations, man. It's great having you here on the show today thank you all right thanks for having me i'll tell you my edger and james story it's kind of sad 
I found out that he got into the Hall of Fame recently by driving in front of a strip club. They had a huge sign, Edger and Jane's congratulations. He might go there a lot. I don't know. It's right around here in the radio station area. Hey, however you find out your news these days, that's your business. I was just driving by. Edger and James, though, very, very worthy. That game against UCLA he had, legendary. I can remember it. Mm, mm, mm. Up next, though, we're going to hear from some legends in the game, Hawk and Crowder, and the less legendary Alejandro Solana, who recently had oral surgery. More so than even usual. you got to stick around to hear that in about five minutes from now. Plus, you have to stick around because it's a Miami Monday. You know we're going to be featuring a special Miami artist right here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan Day on a Miami Monday. I'm not going to say Miami is my favorite day of the week. I'm not going to say Monday is my favorite day of the week either because Miami is not a day of the week and Monday is definitely not my favorite day of the week. But musically, I can get down to this. It's cool people. Shot it knows. Cool people out of the Pork and Beans projects in Liberty City. If I go by the Pork and Beans side, I hope they show me some respect for this. I'm probably not going by the Pork and Beans, but much respect right there to cool people. If you want to look them up and find out more of their music, it is cool. P-E-E-P-L-E. Cool people. Part of that Motor Mouth Music Group. Love to feature them on Miami Monday. That is hot right there. Of course, we're always hot with Hawk and Crowder. Weekdays from 3 to 6. Solana. You'll understand right now. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about today, and we got some great guests coming on today. And uh, Crowder and I are also mesmerized by the way Alejandro Solana sounds because we're talking and we don't get to see him today because he's in the studios and we're on location. He missed Friday's show because he was having gum surgery and not like little minor gum surgery, like big boy. major big boy surgery. Yes, yes. He's had uh, apparently receding gum. And his teeth are in danger of falling out. Is that something, receding gum? That is totally something, not but not nothing. for a 25-year-old kid. <laughs> but he uh, he had this major surgery on Friday, and so he missed the show, and, and he's still struggling today. So how are you feeling, Solana? Awful. Can you describe uh, how you're feeling in more than one word? I'd prefer to just keep everything to one word today. Tiny, yeah. That meth, man, meth is the one word I want to talk to you about. <laughs> Because if you're 20, you're 26, your gums are receding. You bro, think oh, that's a meth problem? That's a meth problem. Yeah. Yeah. You got to lay off the meth. Stay off the meth. Yeah, man. Just Saturdays and Sundays or something, bro. Take it easy. So it was a uh, a painful procedure? Yeah. So they took a uh, some skin or some gum off the palate of my mouth, mm. the, roof of, the roof of my mouth, and uh, grafted it with like a thousand stitches to the bottom part of my gum. And uh, um, both top and bottom gums? No, just just the bottom, just the bottom front teeth. So right. those are the ones that were falling out. The, they weren't falling out, but incisors. Those are incisors. They uh, they <laughs> the could jeopardize the incisors. Yes, they are <laughs> the front Mo- teeth. Molars in the back, canines in the middle, incisors in the front. The flat, the the oh, cutters are incisors. Right. I, the chewers are molars. I think you might be right. I'm a genius. Hold on. Incisor. You know I left Florida with a 3.7, right? <laughs> I know you didn't leave with a dental degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Four incisors. Yeah. In so your your four incisors were falling out? 
they weren't falling out, but well, uh, they had to have been. You wouldn't have done the surgery. No, I mean, so uh, my, like, my you wouldn't gum, get a hair transplant if your hair wasn't falling out. Beautiful head of hair, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio oh, hair. And yeah, I met him at uh, Hair Club for Men. Huh? Doesn't make any sense. Of course, your teeth were falling out. Why would you have the procedure? No, they weren't falling out, but they could be at risk of falling out in the future had I not done this surgery. So my. Uh, my periodontist, Brad, thought it was a wise, a wise decision. Brad, a wise decision you're on, to do you're it on now. first name basis with your periodontist. How My often do you see him? Me and Brad, sure do. Dude. I mean, how often do you have a medical person that you call by their first name? And no doctor. My in front cardiologist of the- Frank was telling the aorta is not exactly. Your your periodontist, Brad suggested to you that because your your incisors were loose or falling out so you so you'll be able to eat corn again right now i can't eat anything but well, not right uh, now okay. of course obviously. yeah soon so. soon in about maybe like 10 15 days i'll i'll be able to eat like solids again 10 or 15 Bro. days have you ever thought about that brad set you up to get money <laughs> off your insurance how like, well do like, you know like, this brad that's what i'm saying like brad says hey man in 20 years your your teeth are going to fall out if you don't do it right now right and then you had a procedure your insurance sends him five thousand dollars. He gets paid because he was and trying you're to, sitting there saying "woof" instead he, of "roof." He was trying to get uh, buddy buddy with you by saying, "Hey, just call me Brad." You know, you'd been <laughs> yes. calling him Doctor Whatever. Just call me Brad. No, he's a reliable fella. All right, you known him for a long time. Yeah, yeah. How how long? Couple years. Couple years. Mm-hmm. All right. He's got a gambling problem. I can tell you that right now. Brad had to have this done. Oh my god! How many twenty-five-year-olds do you think are coming in for the receding gum surgery? Texas Hold'em got him. I can tell. So did they tell you that you'd be eating uh, non-solid food for fifteen to twenty days? Well, it's based on comfort level. The first day, of course, was was tough. Um, I had to set up a follow-up appointment in ten days from today to get my stitches taken out because I have a lot of stitches in my mouth. But I mean, basically, just based on my comfort level is is what I can eat. And I'll tell you right now, I'm in. I have no comfort level at all. All I've eaten based on my comfort level. My comfort level is zero. All I've eaten. All I've eaten is uh, yogurt. Which, by the way, yogurt underrated. I hadn't had yogurt since I was a kid. Gogurt. If, you, if, you guys ever heard of gogurt? If Delicious. I can make a suggestion, cottage cheese. No, I, I know. So I nope, know that nope, this has nope, been very, very nope. controversial uh, topic. But I would say cottage cheese right now. You are perfectly suited for. <laughs> no, no cottage cheese. That that was a, a strict rule put on by uh, by Brad. <laughs> Um, what? No Brad said no. Bro, this dude got you. This dude got him. What doctor I, says no cottage no, cheese? No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You know why he wants to be called Brad? Because he ain't a doctor. And he want, He was tired of uh, Solana saying uh, doctor so-and-so. He didn't, he didn't want to tell him I'm not a doctor. So he just uh, call me Brad. Did you have this procedure in an unmarked building in a strip mall? <laughs> Did they try to do butt implants too? <laughs> <laughs> with spray cement. Is your butt bigger? I say to my uh I say to my patients all the time, call me Hawk. And the reason is I'm not a doc. All right, let's uh I, I do have a lot of stuff to get to. Let's get uh headlines here from old gummy and then we'll move on. Go ahead, headline. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> I think that was a cry. I don't think that was a laugh. I think you think he's crying. I'm sorry. That's a terrible uh, procedure to have to have. But uh, I no remember. Had it but I, him? I remember when my grandma had it, and uh, you know, it it really gave her a good quality of life no, for the next didn't. three years. She was able to eat some some corn. <laughs> Solana's patient one. Don't lie to him. No one else has had this done. <laughs> You're me. Uh, Right. The heat. They, uh, Someone they else is interested. They're texting and they're interested in having this done. They want to know which carport in Hialeah the 
brand uh, practices out of. Come on over. No, it's cool. Yeah, our office is getting redone. Just sit right here. Yeah. Right here in the carport. It's fine. All right, what else you got? I haven't gotten anything yet. The Miami Heat, <laughs> they fell in Portland 115-109, to 109, their first three-game losing skid of the season. We did see Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala make their debuts with Miami. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, some heat today. Brian Geltziler will join us. Three-game losing streak, no good. Bro, y'all don't sleep on Jay Crowder now. Man, I'll tell you, I like when he came in there. He was uh, firing shots. He can hit threes. Like, he's fun. They don't go out there because they'll slap him if they defend the shot. Andre Guadalla, I was a little surprised. I gave him some run, but I was surprised. I I didn't hear – I didn't know this, but he said uh, either before or after the game that he had not – Picked up, a, I shouldn't say picked up a basketball, but had not played in an organized game since the finals last yeah, year. Because he like, refused to play for right, Memphis. Right, but you'd think that he would still be playing games of basketball. Like he said his entire timing was off because he has not played a game of basketball since the finals. But, a lot of times guys will get into pickup games, they'll, they'll be constantly playing. But to, your, to, to what you're saying, though, the NBA guys were playing. So I'm sure he played at the, the YMCA, but it's not like playing an NBA game. I took it as he has not gone to the no. JCC and played yeah. a, a game of pickup. He played me and you versus him and his All cousin right. a okay. couple times, right. but it's nothing. Uh, what else you have there, Solandria? Tonight the Heat are back in action. The, who? the Heat are back in action. They're at Golden State to uh, face the uh, Warriors. Action. Action. 10.30 uh, p.m. Warriors. start time. The Heat are favored by five points. Okay. The Florida Panthers are at the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. 7 p.m. puck drop. Kane's Hoops lost 99-81 to at FSU on Saturday. Okay, they host Boston College on Wednesday. <laughs> K-Hoo. K-Hoo. On Wednesday. <laughs> I hate you guys. Man, a K-Hoo. They're having a, a, a tough run. A, a bunch of people are asking if you dip because uh, people are texting in that uh, my father had that procedure, but he dipped for 20 years. I know you dip, right? Yeah. Yeah, like that's something where you, that'll eat away at your gums. No. Oh, yeah. My teeth are all loose. <laughs> we, we know. All <laughs> your teeth. Oh, my teeth all are jiggly. All those teeth. What, uh, have you dipped? No, I've never. I've only dipped once. I told Crowder that. I threw in one wad and I couldn't. I, I, I just fell over, basically. Uh, I don't know what how. Happened? I don't know how Dan Ugla did that. That's what happens to softies. Gummies. You got to be a man to dip gummy, <laughs> unless any kids are listening. But uh, dip is what bad. else? Yeah. Philip Rivers will enter free agency, ending his 16-year run with the Chargers. Yeah, I want to talk about that today as well. Anything else? LeBron James is considering a return to the Olympic U.S. Olympic men's basketball team. He headlines a list of 44 finalists. That li- that list, excuse me, includes Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. All right. Anything else? Yeah, guys. And finally, the longest scarf knitted by a marathon runner during a race was over 12 feet long. Really? During a race? During a race. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? He knitted during the race? He knitted, knitted during the race. Oh, he didn't win the race then. He was knitting and jogging. He yeah, wasn't but, running. But he holds the record for longest scarf knitted. See, he oh. wasn't going wasn't to set a record running the race, but he, he did set a record for uh, – it was Marlon Shirley, actually, <laughs> Get run the hundred. It was Marlon Shirley. Doug Plagans, Alex Dono, Manny Chang bringing you the Panthers versus the Flyers from Philadelphia next. This has been the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.